Hey, this is Doug Jones, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Oh, greetings, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me has no pants or undies on, and is currently jacking his boner off while plugging himself with a dragon glass dildo. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and beaming to us from Winterfell, the bearded butt-sniffing eunuch known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, rap, rap. <laughs> yeah, coming at you, we're back. Ready, go. Ready to put it right in your butt. Good evening, mad scientist. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah, you're. Um, so, Jeff, I've got something for you. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is it? Uh... Wait a second. It's, you have to leave the table. It's not here. Well, I got to take my pants off first. Oh, okay. Lay it out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's my dick. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not interested. Actually, it's this. Oh, you got me a pop socket? Dude, all right. So we got to get people up to speed because I think we talked about that on the Patreon. Oh, yeah. So, Jeff, when there's, you know, Captain Sports happening, has the game playing on his phone up on the table, and I noticed he had one of those weird rubber butt plug things hanging off the back of his phone that, like, all the Asian chick tourists have in L.A., and using it as a stand. I'm like, what the fuck is that fucking thing? And he's like, oh, you mean a pop socket? Mm-hmm. And I always looked at those things like, eh, I don't know how that would feel in my pocket with, like, a big fucking doorknob hanging off the back of my case. Yeah, you thought they were a little gay, be honest. I did, uh, no, I, I, I didn't think that they were collapsible. I didn't know that they were like hollow rubber that like accordioned flat. Yeah. So I always looked at it as like, I mean, I guess that's why I always see chicks with them because you can just throw that phone in your purse, no biggie. If you're a dude, you got to put it in your pocket. How the fuck does that thing get in your pocket? It adds like an extra inch to the thickness yep. of it. And you saw my androgynous pop socket and you're like, you know what? Maybe this isn't gay. What, yours is cassette tapes? Yeah, mine's cassette tapes. The Puma... So we were talking about that, and then once Jeff showed me the, the magics of the pop socket, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's an incredibly practical and useful little invention. I love that. And then we went to the pop socket site and found out, like, you can have them made for you. We were like, oh, well, we can do some Puminati all-seeing poo pop sockets because they're like pogs. There's a fucking pop socket for everything. Shuddy Boy said he has an Infinity Gauntlet one. When we went on the site, we were looking through it. Anything pop culture, anything sports. Like, there's and they're a- not for any one specific smartphone brand. That's the cool thing about them. Oh, yeah. They just suction cup on the back of anything. Yeah. So even if you don't have an iPhone or whatever, if you do have an iPhone, like, you can get it for, the, for your uh, smartphone. So I'm I'm very impulsive. So the second we d- we got done recording, I went on the pop socket site and had custom Puminati pop sockets made. Yeah, you did. And I 
my my lights burnt out in the fucking kitchen here. You need to use my but, uh, cell phone uh, flashlight. No, I, I just wanted to see like that's cool as shit, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking sick, and it it fits perfectly on the under this uh, under the pop socket um, surface. Uh, you already have it on your phone, right? I do. Yeah. This is clutch, by the way, because I've had this for six year, uh, six months. Excuse me. Your pop socket. Yeah, and it just started to almost peel off. Pop socket. So I had to like kind of push it back in, and now it's good, but it's a little bit on the fritz. So I think I need to replace it. I wonder how often you have to replace these. I haven't opened it in a while. Do you know if you come? It comes with two stickies, or is I it just think one? It only comes with uh, one. Okay. At least mine did when I bought it. How long have you had yours for, Shuddy? Uh, since I got the new phone. But the case I have wasn't conducive to the sticky on the back, so I had to crazy glue it. Oh, shit. So do you want to put that, like, in time? Like, how long have you had it? Uh, whenever I got the new phone. Three months? Or two months? Okay. I remember when I got the new phone, probably fe- uh, February, I think. Yeah, I got my new phone in November, <clears throat> so I'm running on close to seven months with this this thing. Well, excuse me, close to six months with this thing, technically speaking. So, if I had to buy one, what was this? If you don't mind me, asking? it's ten bucks, right, or fifteen? Fifteen, yeah. Is it because it's uh, specialty or custom? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think I think just about all of them are fifteen. There might be a couple of cheap ones that are super basic that they sell for twelve or something. Honestly, if I bought two of these a year because they just only they give out after six months, I think that would be worth it. These things are sweet. Like you were right, yeah. Like pop sockets. Like if 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 we were doing like Shark Tank or something, and someone came in here and tried to pitch like pop sockets to the three of us, is like, hey, back my company. I'd be like, oh, that's a fucking billion dollar idea right there. You have to see, and the thing is, is you can, you can obviously quickly apply it and see its use and immediately like it connects but you also i don't think these can effectively get explained to you like you kind of have to see it in action and maybe even test drive it a little bit before you're maybe fully committed so if someone brought their pop sock and said here check this out like fuck yeah how much money do you need yeah like, exactly <laughs> you yeah. know like you yeah, i'd be super down too this is a terrific invention how many pop and socket dicks are you gonna suck five yeah, I mean, this is a fucking great product. Yeah, and the fact that that Puminati logo that looks like it's professional. It looks like it was made for the Puminati logo. Like the, it's like you can look at it real closely. There's no like pixelation or weird squibbly shit. Mm-hmm. It looks like this was the intended use. Yeah, a I'm, fucking all-seeing poo. I'm really a greedy motherfucker. Um, so I want to figure out how can we, uh, can, how can we get some money from Pop Sockets. Is there any way that we can do like a promotional code? How do we get on the? If I just like hit I him up on, on Twitter and be like, "How about we just we just start doing advertisements for PopSocket and then I'll, well, I'll send him an invoice and, and direct message." We got to find out how loose the patent is on this, and we can just rip them off and call them poop sockets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll order a whole bunch and write a little little O up here. Yeah, we just get the knockoff. We're we're the knockoff pop socket presented by Mad Scientist Party Hour. Yeah. I wonder how much, uh, I wonder if we can like, because I, wa- I want our fans to be able to get this, because I think a lot of our fans will be like, this is fucking sweet. I know. Well, you I know? mean, as, as any time we're doing anything like merch-wise, I guess we have to test the waters um, and see if anybody would actually be interested in these things. 
We can put some pictures up on our Instagram at MSPH Podcast if you want to check them out, or you can just look at pop sockets. You can just fucking Google pop sockets. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, <laughs> imagine one with our logo on it. I was like, because when I, when when these came in the mail, I was like, oh, I want to stick this motherfucker on my phone right now. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, I could see myself fucking this up. I'm gonna look at a YouTube video on how to apply this. And I I ended up on some like influencer. Ooh. I ended up on her channel. I wish I was an influencer. I ended up... This chick is obsessed with pop sockets. So, like, she collects them, and she has, like, multiple ones, and she has multiple phones. Are you going to make fun of her for collecting things? Yes. <laughs> Only nerds do that. <laughs> but, no, she she put... She would put, like, multiple pop sockets on one phone. Yeah, I hate that. It's a stupid idea. Yeah, I agree. Do you Did you get, like, one of the car vent things where you can... I did. Pretty sweet, right? Oh, Pretty snazzy. I mean, I feel like an Uber driver, but it's like having that, it hooks on there like perfectly. The only thing that sucks is the the air conditioning vents in my car are- Angle up. They angle up a little bit and they're real like, they're in weird placements. So it's kind of buried a little bit behind the steering wheel. Same thing with me. But it still works sick. I actually recorded um, a 60 Seconds with Kevin video for the, for the $10 Patreon. While driving in my car this morning, and I think you only see like a little bit of the steering wheel. I think it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see why I would think it'd be even more useful and vital for you uh, having the Uber driver like setup there is because I feel like depending actually Jason Ellis carved out a pretty specific uh, route from and to work for you, right? But before, weren't you using like Google Maps, and it would give you like a random uh, direction each each time? No, what I was doing is I was going to work the same way I did when I lived at my previous two apartments. And then when Jason came on the podcast, he beat me home by like twenty minutes, and I'm like, "What the fuck? How'd you do this?" He's like, "I don't know. I just typed your address into Google Maps, and it got me here." Right. So, so I was like, "Oh, son of a bitch! There's a new way of getting home." So I just do that. Well, I'm really. I'm really dumb when it comes to directions, so I need like the map in front of my face, and I I can't like look on it, look at it on my lap and follow along. So, the pop socket is a huge win. The pop socket car vent is a huge win. These fucking things rule. I saw them like probably six months to a year before I ever get it on my phone. Like you, I was skeptical, but then immediately it was just like, man, I should have gotten this a long time ago. I know. I'm wishing. I hate being late to things. I'm wishing I could have like invested in this, be like, "Yo, pop sockets, you guys need like an extra five hundred bucks to get things going." Yeah, I like, got you. I wish I could have been on board with the Kickstarter or found found out about this earlier. Wow, they have glow in the dark surface mounts too for your car vent. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is just awesome. And I'm normally like salty old man craft poo pooing the new the new fads, but this thing's dope and fuck, it looks cool with the Puminati thing. Shuddy boy, would you rock one? Yes. You would switch out the Infinity Gauntlet for the, the Puminati one? Absolutely. I can mail you one. Okay, then I would like one, please. All right, sweet. And uh, we're hopefully going to do some new merch, and if there's enough people that want them, we will have poop sockets made. I've already started looking into it, and we can do it relatively uh, easily. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Ah, whatever. We can we can think think about it and discuss it afterwards. But 
There's a few weird logistic things, but yeah, I would love to get these into the hands of the Puminati because they are fucking dope. Yeah, there is a few weird logistic things. You hear that, Canadians? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I have a random brain question for you guys. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, well, hold on. Let me. Let me. You thought we were gonna light on content, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let this fucking podcast turn into a shitter. Where the? F- oh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. So, I was waiting uh, for Nachi to quit making uh, to finish making dinner so we can watch the movie The Silence, which I can give a quick review on later. Is but, Nachi like her nickname, or did you start? Call, is that like your pet name? For no, her? it's her nickname that happened in Brazil. Okay. So the way she spells her, it's Natalia, but the way she spells her name is with an H N A T H A. So then, where's the C come from? There is no C in it. Don't cut me off, motherfucker. I'm not Kevin Kraft. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so. Um, they, you know, when it's short, it's N-A-T-H, but in Portuguese, a T-H is a chi sound, chi. So, like, when it's <laughs> written down, people say nachi. So, that's why N-A-T-H is actually pronounced nachi. It's not, it's not like, some people who heard it, um, heard me say it on the podcast will, like, spell it out phonetically on, on Slack, like, nachi, like, N-A-T-C-H. See, I, I thought it would be, like, N-O-T. C H I E. Yeah. No, it's just N A. Like a notch on your belt or something. It's N A T H, and that's because that's short for Natalia. Then so they add that... three or two letters to that? It's another fucking three. language. No, it would be there's... one letter. There's no letter. It's just. They that... take two letters and turn it into a three letter sound. Well, actually, no, because it's N A T H is four letters. If you're going N O T C H. H I E. Like they don't pronounce. Like they add an entire extra syllable to that. They don't really pronounce. They don't. I don't think they pronounce D's. Like it, a D is actually like a G, like J. So instead of Casa de la Clark, it'd be Casa J Clark. So if your name is David, it's Javid. She has. She would have. Like she knows now, <laughs> but like it would kind of be like what the fuck. Like I don't. I don't think there's a David in Brazil. <laughs> is Sunny Boy a Jick Miller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like she's very conscious of how she she says different. Like she, when she first moved to the uh, first, you know, started uh, learning English, she would say like different, different, different. Yeah, oh, that's because, awesome. Yeah, like it's it's unique. So Nachi is it's actually N A T H. Uh, anyways, I'm waiting for her to finish making dinner, and I needed to put something on something I couldn't get that invested in because we're gonna watch the silence while we're eating dinner. So I threw on Our Planet, which is like the Netflix. Uh, discovery, like planet, uh, documentary or nature TV, essentially. So my random brain question is like, do you guys like nature TV? Because this was like an old school thing for me that I never enjoyed back in the day. Like I just smoked a bowl and watched some nature TV, and I was fucking riveted. I really was. Do you guys? I'll let, guys I, I'll let Shuddy take I first crack on this one. I have into that. Uh, I. Like, I watched Blue Planet. I've started Planet Earth. It's something I do stoned before bed. Like, that's what I <laughs> put on to go to sleep. Kevin, and I you... enjoy it. it. I don't. My bad. Go ahead. Uh, it's not like it bores me to sleep. It's just something that I can, you know, disconnect my brain while I watch and just 
enjoy watching it. I was going to say, Kevin, you strike me as a Shark Week guy. Are you not a fan of like Shark Week and stuff like that? No, I mean, I, I don't. It's not like, ew, poo-poo, I dislike that. It's, I kind of have my own, like, I'm set in my ways things where, like, I want to watch some scripted comedies or I want to watch some, like, cool cartoons or something. It's never, like, I never actively hunt out, like, I got to watch some nature. That being said, if I happen to stumble upon it or I walk, I went over someone else's house and they had nature shit on, I would be just as engaged as you guys, I imagine. Well, I used to take the uh, the opinion, believe it or not, that nature TV and stuff like that was real gay. And <laughs> I used to like, actively That's hate on shock. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's not too <gasps> surprising. Nature's gay. I used to actively hate on it as far as like, or as as uh, long ago as like a week ago, but I watched our planet and I loved it. Like I really was like I don't know. Like I grooved. I always kind of liked English narrators just by watching like uh, uh, art documentaries in high school. And like I changed my Siri to the Irish guy. Like I don't know. I like I want like an English guy narrating the story of my life. Then why did you switch to an Irish guy? Well, I think that was the only option. Uh, was it really? They don't have Brits, but they have. Irish people? I think, yeah, like, and it doesn't even, it doesn't sound that Irish. So I think that was like the, the, the Siri title for a guy was like Irish guy. I'll look it up again. Anyways. Hey Siri. Point is that I want What's wanted... the capital of Ohio? Ah, fucking shite out. I fucking <laughs> know about that shit. Why don't you just fucking Google it? But, uh, so there was just the, the, one of the scenes that I was watching and I do at one point, like I'm up on my feet. Like, with my jaw dropped, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, riveted. So these sea lions are, like, they're traveling, whatever. They might be looking for food. I kind of spaced out, was packing my bowl, and, and didn't catch why they went up a mountain. But they went up a mountain. Oh, so you saw the thing that everybody's flipping out about? Is it? Is it? Oh, my God, am I a basic bitch? Son of a bitch. I don't think so. Well, what is everyone flipping I mean, out about? I mean, not in this aspect, at least. Okay. I, I, I just saw a bunch you... of headlines of people freaking out that, like, a whole bunch of seals fall off a cliff and die, and then a whole bunch of animals get torn to pieces, and they're like, you shouldn't have this in your series, Netflix. Eh, I like animals, and that was gross. But Don't show me real nature. Just show me uh, filtered nature. Well, it's kind of like race crimes, you know? You don't want any... I don't want any inner race crimes, you know? Race on race is fine. Animal on animal crimes are... What can you do? I don't know. It's animals killing other animals. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, taking a stab at some racism comedy. Throwback. Uh, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Well, if there's one thing you can manage to nail, Jeff, it is definitely racism. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a famous Jeff Clark narrative. Uh, no, but I'm at one point, yeah, I guess you are pretty much the internet today. Everything that I fucking say, you've already read. And. I didn't. I didn't read this anywhere, but this is how I was feeling. So the 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 lion, the eels, they get up to the top of this mountain, and then they have nowhere to go. Seals, seals. What did I say? Eels. You said eels climbing the mountain. <laughs> these land eels. These I'm just seals. Picturing like eels in harnesses with like carabiners and those mountain climbing ropes. Carabiners <laughs> hiking up a mountain mountain you ra- cliff. You racist. All right, so. They get all the way up to the top of the mountain, and then they have no choice. They can't go. They can't go backwards, so they just 
fall to their death. And like the way that they had it in slow-mo and these fucking things bouncing off the mountain and just plummeting to their death. Like I was heartbroken. I was like, Oh my God, this is horrible. Uh, but it was riveting. That's how I was during blue planet. When the orcas were eating the, the baby sea lions. Yeah. I felt bad for these guys, (laughs) man. They even got Jeff Clark. Look at that. Yeah, Nature TV. Give it a shot. If you're like me and you thought it was gay for 31 years, smoke a bowl. It's not that gay. Do they at least like add in some Hanna-Barbera sound effects? Like the seal slips off the edge of the cliff and it's like, <laughs> whee! And no. then it's like, <laughs> They really lean into the dramatic effect. So, no, there's no, there's no goofy sound effects. There's a seal like looking over the edge of the cliff like, as the as his loved one falls to his death i feel like our planet is just the i feel like once every like four or five years an epic nature television event comes out that everyone talks about what's the other one is it just i think it was planet earth maybe i know i know this one is our planet you know you remember when discovery came out with like a fucking five-day special where they went to like all the different Maybe it wasn't five days, but it was like a uh, a mini series where they went to every different like continent and explored its like I don't know some of its quirks or like random ecological features. If that's the right way to put it. Well, I mean, and then wasn't 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 National Geographic kind of just like running house on that for a while? Yeah, that was their shtick. Now Netflix yeah. just fucking taking their shit over. Famous nature TV mini series i'm gonna google that we'll see what we come up with but so you would suck zero nature dicks is this an incomplete you're well, just I, not I, even gonna grade it i didn't watch it so we got <laughs> right, that's what i'm saying like i think random brain questions how do you feel about nature tv and you're saying i don't really you don't really care for it i just don't i don't know i feel like it's not on his radar yeah, it's kind of like I have a very limited scope of when I can consume television and nature shows, even though I really enjoy them when they're in front of me, I never put the effort to like, I never make the effort to watch them. Because it's like, fuck, I'm behind on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm behind on the Goldbergs. So what I was referencing was actually 2006. It was called Planet Earth and the narrator was Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver got a big fat beaver, and I feel like the excuse me the narrator for our planet is Dave Attenborough, and I feel like that guy is fucking famous. Like he's <laughs> he's. Do you know who that is? Am yeah, I tripping? He's like the nature documentary. All right, guy. he is. All right, he is that guy. He's like the Robin Leach for nature. He's ninety two. I think he kills and, it. And David Attenborough actually uh, narrated Planet Earth. Uh, Sigourney Reeve were dubbed over for the Discovery Channel airing of it. Oh, dang. Right. Plan- okay, so Planet Earth, he narrated for BBC, then she she dubbed over yeah, it. And she he did it, it for Blue Planet, and I'm sure he did it for Blue Planet 2 and Planet Earth 2. That would be funny if this they got kind of his thing. Uh, Renee Leach to do it, though. Look at Robin these... Leach? Oh, yeah. Look Renee at these Leach. seals uh, enjoying their hot tubs Falling off the cliff into their yachts worth two hundred million dollars. <laughs> Dude, they had uh, Mexico's got Salma Hayek narrating theirs. 
Man, I'm kind of jealous of oh, Mexico. Yeah. They should do like a side by side. She should just be green screened in the corner like a Twitch streamer <laughs> yeah. with her big fat tits hanging out. <laughs> yeah, wearing something showing off her booby meat. <laughs> Salma Hayek, an all time hot chick. Yeah, she's just breastfeeding like two grown men the entire time. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> and, and Robin Leach. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, These titties cost me twenty million dollars. This David Attenborough discovery from for me, just through my little Google search and with the help of you guys, this is big. This is I want this guy blowing to, your mind. I want this guy to be my Siri. Siri, excuse me. That's you what can I want. just narrate that. Would Would you like it if if he narrated your entire life? Like, just in your own head as you went. Yeah, that's what I'm asking for. Jeff Clark is pulling out his penis. He's at the urinal. <laughs> I think he's going to piss. You his, don't, his balls look a little cheesy and stinky. You don't do a good enough uh, David Attenborough. Because I don't know what his voice sounds like. Can you hit me with a little? I don't do... I can't do a David Attenborough. Well, play I don't. it off your... Com- All right. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. pull it up on, on, on the... The connected uh, device. Bitch. Yeah, I'll see if I can pull it up on the iPad, and we can all hear his voice together. We need to get him on the podcast. He's 92. I'm assuming he doesn't travel much. He's chilling in England, so maybe we can get him to Skype. Hey, David Fartenborough, do you like queef jokes? <laughs> hey, David, David Attenborough, it would be a dream of ours if you were to cut us an ID. Uh, ten. All right, there we go. Well, David Attenborough voice. I don't know if it will come down to it or if this will, will make a difference, but we can throw in a free Puminati pop socket. Maybe we can get him to do an ID for us. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Oops. Our One of the least known this is him. animals to film is Sounds the like blue it. whale. It roams thousands of miles of open ocean all right, and all right. can move at 30 miles an hour. Taking it in. You have to be very lucky even to catch up with it. All right. This. Um, Fine-tune it. This immense body. <laughs> Do you see this whale? Oh, nice. Oh, he just shot a whale with a fucking crossbow. He's, is little more than a, he's a maniac. And in under six months it will Wait, David Attenborough is taking yeah. out whales? He shot it with a crossbow. I thought you were not supposed to do that. You can whale hunt? He was probably tagging it. It looked very violent. To science. To get it, this is still him? Team to get it to... Get it down to marine science. This film is about how we worked with those scientists... This film is about how we worked. So I can't get it. I've got a chevy. Oh, I'm, I farted. I just farted. I'm gonna... <clears throat> Damn it. Come on, talk! <laughs> Come on, David. One yeah, it means. Hey, only the least name. He's letting the nature do the talking. It roams thousands of miles <laughs> of open ocean. Jeff Clark is making his way into the bathroom. It seems he's taking a, a seat on the John. There goes his bunghole. Oh, that's quite an impressive log. Look at that come out. Oh, that's an interesting technique. He's wiping from back to front. Isn't he going to get poop on his balls? We'll just have to wait and see. Oh, there he goes. He's got poop on his scrot. Disgusting. I'm going to shoot him with a crossbow. <laughs> You're killing it, actually. I kind of slipped into Aussie there. So I did a He's co- a hard one to do. 
I did a quick internet scan of what you were talking about about the outrage about the walruses. They actually they're 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 walruses. I don't fucking know the difference between them and sea. So lions. they're not eels. They're not. They're not eels. <laughs> I actually know what an eel was, and that was a I was a I a fuck up. I misspoke there to an extent. I just went retarded. We'll say that. Uh, had a brain fart. So I did a quick scan of the outrage Kevin was talking about before. I uh, found this TMZ article. In covering the epidemic, filmmakers recorded several walruses scaling rocky cliffs near the ocean, and some of them fell over the ledge, leaving them seriously injured or even dead from the impact. The scene left tons of viewers traumatized. At Chantel underscore AAA, do not recommend the new David Attenborough. <laughs> wow. How does he go down for this? It's not like he's filming. I do not recommend the new David Attenborough series on Netflix. Just watch walruses fall down an 80-meter cliff in slow-mo because they couldn't see where they were going well out of the water, and now I'm emotionally unstable. (laughs) Some critics accuse the producers of emotional manipulation and twisting facts, and that includes some zoologists and prominent environmentalists who claim the walrus scene is out of context. Man, you fucking pussies. You thought I was a wet blanket with season... Eight episode one Game of Thrones. How do you? I don't know. This is this is kind of a bummer that I read this. But you, I the mean, outrage you, over the eels. I almost you said it again. Sh- you I did sh- say eels. <laughs> you well, and Shuddy both had the same reaction. Like that was incredibly disturbing, and I got emotional, and it was super sad, and it fucking killed my mood. These people just took that same sentiment to Twitter. Yeah, they just bitched about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. No one cares unless. Uh, you're one of the co-hosts of MSPH. I hope these people um, join together and file a class action lawsuit against nature. <laughs> yeah, the, yes, planet Earth. You can get paid out in walrus tusks and yep. eels. Punitive damages caused by watching our planet on Netflix. I think the the lawsuit is against Netflix. Sounds like that person on, on Wait, Twitter. Wait, they're actually suing Netflix? No. I'm just saying the beef is with Netflix more. But I don't know. That one viewer... Uh, she she seemed to throw David Attenborough under the bus. Guess yeah. Well, everybody's got to have their boogeyman. That was her boogeyman for the day. I t- I feel like I'm moving away from that. It's just fascinating. Like they put a camera, they put a camera in the fucking middle of a field for like a year, and then they're like, all right, like could you imagine the video editing of like what kind of tedious process that is for that video editor? Like here's oh, yeah. a year worth of footage. Make it good in under 20 minutes. I, I want to find us something interesting. Find us 10 seconds of usable footage. I mean, fuck, I want to pull my hair out when I'm editing a Kevin's Nerd Hole video for Patreon. All right, I'm just going to watch this on times 10 for three days. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I find out. <laughs> oh, my God, a mass walrus suicide. <laughs> oh, wait, we got some footage of three walruses, walruses running directly at the camera. Let's get that, okay? Oh, man, and we were running our slow-mo cam so we can have the seals, the walruses flopping off rocks in super slow motion. Oh, Twitter's going to love this. I wonder if they, like, package together what they think are just awesome, like, scenes and, and, and uh, yeah, good scenes to have David Attenborough <clears throat> narrate, and they send it to him, and he just, like, tears it down. He's <laughs> just like, no. this You think this is nature television that people want to watch? This isn't shit I want to narrate. No. Find me better stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just go back. All right. Well, we'll look at the other year worth of video footage we have. 
Well, it sounds like he's got a big dick. I'm sure he gets an EP producer credit. Like so- it's an EP credit, right? Sounds like he gets a lot of credit for this. I don't know. I really just thought he was the narrator, and they just like give him the shit already done, and he's like, "All right, now, now narrate it." Well, speaking of seeing shit get utterly destroyed, that was not the smoothest uh, segue I've ever done. No, but we we can just move on. We don't have to draw attention to it. Um, It's pretty fucked up that uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral burned down. Yeah. I did it between two flushes about it today. Did you? Yeah, that's what I was working on before at Starbucks. No shit. Yeah. Uh... I, I, I'm a real appreciator of art and architecture, believe it or not. I took art history, uh, honors art history and literature, uh, and English literature in 10th grade. And I, uh, and I was watching the kind of the, it is a not too bad of a transition because where I got this fondness or built this fondness from like English, uh, narrators is watching these art documentaries about these cathedrals in this art history class. And I, I like that kind of shit. And Notre Dame Cathedral, I, I didn't actually watch the Disney movie, but I'm a fan of French cathedrals because of impressionist art. And some of the coolest art ever done is the painting of these cathedrals. The, the Chartres Cathedral by Claude Monet. I think he did Notre Dame as well. And watching it burn to the ground is like, it was built fucking how many centuries ago? It was like 12th, 12th or 13th century? Yeah, right? it was the 12th. I think it was at the end of the 12th century. It was start, the construction started in like 1163. And you're just watching something older than this country burn to the ground. I don't know. I, I sound like a pussy right now. I'm sure there's definitely some people I would respect that would call me a pussy over this. But I don't know. This is something that that I I, I was affected by. Not like distress. I'm not going to go to Twitter and start a beef or start a movement. But, <laughs> but it is, sucks. it is like, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like anytime something like old and established and something of that nature gets destroyed, it's like, even if, even if it's in a fucking movie, like, you know, like in a movie when they set something up, like, Oh, this is my dad's prized possession. It's been in our family for generations. Then it breaks. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. yikes. Like it's it's I don't know I like the fact that there's stuff that old that's still around and generations can just keep enjoying and when something that's been around for centuries like that and then it just you get you just see it crumble and collapse it is a little fucked up. Well, yeah, and I, and I also I have this weird guilt thing where like ah man, of course this happens when I'm alive. This fucking cathedral stands for all those centuries. And oh yeah, sure. It burns down in my lifetime. I almost feel like kind of like like looking back to like fucking Hitler's rise in Germany. Like, man, you motherfuckers back then actually just sat by and allowed that to happen and take place. Shoes. Well, I I accidentally just did that sound like Jews? I meant to say G's. Well, yeah, you did kind of go Jewy. I didn't mean to say that. Sorry. Um, same class that I built all this appreciation for art and art and architecture. Uh, the the teacher of the class was actually a guy who wrote me a recommendation for college. My favorite teacher, Mr. Vicaro. I fucking love this guy. I, I would love to somehow reconnect with him. He's I know he's retired right now. Hopefully getting his dick sucked in an exotic <laughs> location. I love this guy. That's how all teachers end their careers, getting their dick sucked. Like, <laughs> he deserves a it. A private island somewhere. He deserves it. He needs a fucking 
uh, a Dwayne Wade like retirement tour, but he's not going to get it or he didn't get it anyways. So this, this subject actually came up, you know, uh, the Nazi, we were talking about the treaty of Versailles. Cause if you know anything about the treaty of Versailles and world war one going on in world war two, uh, the Germans got real tough around world war one. Again, tried to take over the planet and the planet checked them after they lost world war one. And, and the treaty of Versailles fucked that country, fucked that country. And it was, it was a borderline organized war, uh, war crime on the country of Germany. So Hitler rose to power because the people were so desperate. So my teacher was telling us the story how he had met like an old English guy or an old German guy who lived through Nazi Germany. And he was just like the same attitude. Like, what the fuck? How did you let this happen? And he's just like, he's like the guy literally broke down in tears and was like, we were so desperate. We were on like food rations. This guy rose to power, reestablished German uh, nation, uh, national pride, like, like re, uh, brought back in resources, gave us like uh, gainful employment. And there wasn't enough information out there. And honestly, like there was enough, like where there was enough like reason to believe that maybe this wasn't happening and life was finally good for the first time in like 10 or 20 years that we just hoped that it wasn't true. And we just, you know, we, there was just, the power, like he was just like, again, the guy was in tears and was like, there was nothing we could do at the, at a point. Like once Hitler got so much control, like we were like, I don't know. Like we went with it and then we got bombed and we lost world war two. Like it's, it's crazy. So, I don't know. I, I, I guess I mean, that was a very extreme example I gave. That was just like the first thing that popped in my head. But it's like, it's like ah, fuck. You know, you hope to see like great things throughout your life. You know, like yeah. oh yeah, I was alive when they cured cancer. I was alive when uh, uh, poverty ended. Or you yeah. know, mm-hmm. you want to be around for like those good milestones. Like ah, oh, no, my your life is such a short blip in the history of things. It's like ah, fuck. Yeah, we got fucking World Trade Center and Notre Dame. So. But there's been good things, right? We got the internet. <laughs> yeah. No, we got the internet. We might get. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm really hoping for fuck tele- teleportation. Oh yeah, we're gonna get some. That's gonna be sweet. Here's the thing: we're, we are we are ultra spoiled. Uh, but like technological advancement happens so fast at this point, we just like take these shits for granted. These things for granted. But I hear what you're saying. It is a bummer to see this again. It's just like the odds that we would see it on TV. Um, but yeah, this- it was happening as I was getting ready for work this morning and I had like the news on and all of a sudden I hear like somebody was on the phone who was like on the scene watching it and then I don't know they're just like, oh, oh no, oh no. And that was when like the, 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 the big chapel bit, like the steeple. Yeah. That was when that tipping. collapsed. She was like, oh my God. Cause nobody had a live video feed going at the moment. Like this chick was just on the phone talking and then she's like, oh my God, the fucking whole thing's gone. It just fell in. Yeah. And See, when I, like, I, I, I was on Twitter, on online when this was happening, so I, you know, first see the notification, like, Notre Dame is burning, like, oh, shit. And then you yeah. first turn in, there's smoke, and it's like, oh, no, that's bad. And then you go to the next video, and it's like, no, there's flames. This is <laughs> inferno. It's like, 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 it said in immediately, like, there, there was no, like, I don't know, like, obviously I have a pretty sick and weird sense of humor, but for whatever reason, this really... It's really, I don't know, like made an impact on me immediately. And I'm just like, oh my God, like we're losing centuries of history like now. And 
like with all the technology they have and all the photos taken, they'll be able to replicate it, right? But Notre Dame, as it was, burnt down today. And that's fucking crazy. Like, it's yeah. just like, what the fuck? Like, wait a second. That's mind-blowing to me. Because, again, they can refurbish it and remodel it inside of a month. Like, it'll be back up and running. But, like, that's, I don't know. It that's seemed, gone. It seemed to get some pretty significant damage. And, like, I had never been there before. I've never visited the, yeah. the Notre Dame Cathedral. Uh, wasn't exactly on my list of places to go. But it is always weird when something that old just gets wiped off the earth. It's like, oh, fuck. Uh, a recent article that was posted a half hour ago says that they've saved it from total destruction. Yeah, so they'll, they'll, it's, it's not like a complete loss. It didn't burn to the foundation, and I heard they got like all the art out of it. Fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. And, of course, like that probably should have mentioned this earlier in that, in that list, but everybody, all the humans got evacuated as well. That's, so no one got burned up. That's literally the last <laughs> thing I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly... All right, we're cool. All right, the cathedral's all right. Yeah, but and people lived. Whatever. How is the cathedral? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and like I said on my uh, Between Two Flushes, which I sent out, uh, unfortunately, some of the people listening don't even know what the fuck that is. But one of my bucket list items is the tour, is to see like big cathedrals and like, I guess world monuments in Europe. Like that is a thing for me. I'd like to crack it out in like a month or five weeks or something like that. Cause I, I just love this guy. Like I love, like I like seeing and touring cities in America just for like the skyline. Like one of my favorite things in America and just in traveling is the Chicago skyline. Like I love the New York skyline. That's more important to me cause I'm from New York, but some of the views when in driving around Chicago are beautiful and imagine seeing, like, I just love, like, looking up and seeing, like, crazy, massive human achievements. And that's what these buildings are. And seeing something that's old. Like, there's there's cathedrals that are over a thousand years old. It's fucking crazy. Like, the pyramids, obviously. I know it's not, it's Africa, different different continent. But the, these things are something that I really, I cherish. And I wish that I saw Notre Dame. And it's a bummer. I'm, ha- I'm happy that you brought it up. I actually, my other random brain question was, Notre Dame, damn near burnt to the ground do you care (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i mean like i i kind of figured that when you get a structure that old it's kind of like uh you know how they say like every seven years the human body just has completely shed all of its cells so like while you look exactly the same none of the original cells are still there so like i kind of figured the same thing like where you get into something that's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old i imagine at certain points they've gone in and replaced everything but just kept kept the same like design and the same look but i guess that's not the case because i i heard that people were saying that like in the area the wood burning was so old that it had like a weird smell like it didn't smell like a traditional fire yeah it was like weird ancient wood burning yeah it's 800 year old wood burning it's probably all like these weird like like wispy ghost shaped specters coming out of the smoke like yeah. trap souls like ooh, coming out of all the burning well, steeples. And I'm a fucking dumb dumb. Um, but I got into a back and forth, not like contentious, but with my, my homies in the group chat and my buddy was like, Yeah, they'll never build buildings like that. It's just like, yeah, you idiot, they build better things like skyscrapers and <laughs> things that are drilled into like deep into the earth's surface. And then he made a good point, like metal corrodes. And these long, yeah, these big are, ass stones. Those don't. buildings aren't going to be there in eight hundred years. Yeah, 
I, I actually didn't think of it like that. It's like, well, wait a second. They do build the skyscrapers with metal and d- drill deep into the Earth's surface so they will last that long. It's like, well, no, metal corrodes, dummy. It's like, oh, yeah, they have that, to, like, right? once a building, like, even super tall ones in big cities, eventually, at some point, they reach their expiration date and you have to demolish them, right? You just have to... Maybe not something we should laugh about, but there's, like, whole neighborhoods in Detroit that are condemned. And this fucking building... 800 years and some asshole probably like lit up a cigarette and fucking you know yeah oh i was thinking about that too i'm like oh god please don't let this be like a vaping related burning or some oh. fucking shit like some guy's vape pen exploded on a pile I, of oily rags i put this in the fucking in the it video sur- this building survived the bombing of paris during world war Two. right like it's it's ridiculous that it's on and not fire. some like and and they got taken down by like a clumsy carpenter or some shit <laughs> yeah some- by fucking, some dumbass doing renovations. Some fucking dickhead from New Jersey that's vaping. <laughs> hey, what's the matter with you French pussies? Don't you like cigarettes? I thought you guys liked them things. Oh, got a sick oil, you know? Hey, Paulie, hold my cigarette. I got to go yell at this guy. No, that's a great point. They fucking survived World War II, but nah, the vaping era took it down. Hey, Shuddy, before we go, uh, do we have time to play your new game? Can we play the new we game? We do. Oh, We can play the new game. It's ready? It's ready. Oh, I got an IMDB, IMD boner in my pants. <laughs> I try- it's time for IMD boner. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, man, I love that. It's my least favorite game ever. I'm 0-1. That's mostly why it's my least favorite. Because you lost the first well, time. Maybe we today it. will change that for you, Jeff. All right. Well, I went back and reread all the top hundred movies sex scenes just so I can beat you this time. So if you go down to one on one, I'm fucked. That is not the theme of this week. <laughs> Try again, Jeff. Sucks for you. Got to rely on skill. Yep. Nope. It's only gay porns this week. <laughs> so if you missed last week's episode, IMD Boner is a game we kind of just naturally created and, and stumbled upon as a group on the podcast one day talking about Bull Durham and stumbled upon an IMDB section that we didn't even know existed where they explain why a movie has received an R rating by using very generic, sterile, bland terms to describe the sex scenes. So what Shuddy Boy does is he goes on IMDb and he takes some well-known movies and he weeds out all the descriptions of the sex scenes and places them in order of most vague to most specific and Jeff and I compete to try and guess what movie he's describing just by the sex scenes. And it seems kind of impossible, but Shuddy Boy hit us with five of them last week and we between Jeff and I, we guessed four out of the five. Yeah, no, we were on the mark. We really know our sex scenes and we're pervy kids growing up and still are, I think. This shit is doable if you're like us and you had to beat off to nude scenes in movies growing up before there was such thing as internet porn. There's certainly more intelligent Puminati listeners right now that got all of them before we did. Probably. But yeah, regardless, it is a fun game to play and a fun game to play at home, too. Hey, I missed praising something last week, somewhat Bull Durham related, so we can go back to that and it'll take me 30 seconds after this this game but shuddy what's the first one all right the first movie the first hint is a man makes a joke about a man's daughter being a virgin still 
then asks him if she is stealing money for an abortion. Oh. Wait, yeah, it's true lies. What's What's the theme again? Movies. I'm not telling you the theme. Oh, all right. I thought you said that wasn't the theme again, so I didn't know if you were going to tell us the theme. All right. Uh, well, did he get it? True romance? Oh, yes. He did, right? Kevin is correct. Yeah. I, true lies, not true romance. Oh, what did I say? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, that's a great Tom Arnold line. I thought thought you would right. know that one, Jeff. He, I love Tom Arnold. So wait, Tom Arnold, if I can remember the scene correctly, Tom Arnold's in the earpiece, right? And he's talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger? He puts a fake pack of cigarettes on the mantle of the fireplace and then takes a pair of sunglasses and puts them on Arnold. And there's a video feed relayed from a camera in the pack of cigarettes. And he watches his own daughter steal money out of Tom Arnold's jacket. And he's like, what the hell? She's ripping you off. And then she storms out, and Tom Arnold's like, yeah, she's probably using that money to pay for abortions. Ah. Wait, we're still doing IMDb boner, right? <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay, Jeff? <laughs> I thought we were. I thought you had to describe a sex scene, and we guessed the sex scene. I described the something from the sex and nudity section of IMDb, just like I did last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Armageddon. There was no sex in that. That was the only thing that you could possibly not suck full dicks on. All right, go ahead. Next one. My bad. <laughs> All right. The next one is uh, two brief sex scenes in this movie. Not really much else. Fine if you have seen the other films. Uh, hmm. The... The sex scene between the male character and the female character shows female frontal nudity with nipples exposed several times during the short scene. What about puss? <laughs> yeah. No. Any beavers in the scene? <laughs> uh, the female and male are shown having sex in bed. It's kind of dark but still pretty visible, and we only see them from the waist up. Boy. He is shown repeatedly fondling her breasts. We see some mild thrusting and hear some brief sexual moaning. The scene is probably about 60 seconds long. It's not as explicit as it sounds, and it's a very romantic scene and doesn't feel like a normal R-rated scene. Hmm. Uh, Mary Poppins. Hmm. No. Now I'm going to need you to keep going. That I was a guess. Uh, the last clue is, from a distance, you see a naked man walking towards the camera. Frontal nudity can be seen, but it's not obvious oh. due to him being in the shadows. I think I got oh. this. I got this. All right, I'll let you take first step. Just go. Terminator. Fuck. It's the first Terminator. Terminator oh. is correct. Oh, no, I know what I was saying. Terminator 1. Yeah, he does honk some Sarah Connor boobies in that. I forgot about that. I, uh, yeah. I've... <laughs> Maybe too much information, but I've jerked off to that scene before. <laughs> I've jerked off to Arnold's dick. <laughs> I tell you what, man, you watch like the Terminator on Blu-ray. I don't know if Arnold was planning on showing that much penis, because like I feel like there's quite a few scenes that they filmed in like the 80s and 70s and stuff. They're like, ah, video quality is so fucking grainy. You're not going to be able to see what's up. Yeah. And probably when they showed that in the theater and on VHS and stuff, when you rented the Terminator when it first came out, it was so dark and grainy. There was no dick. 
You put that on Blu-ray, there is dick. Yeah. You see Arnold's cock fucking flapping in the wind as he's walking at, what is that, the, the observatory? What's the new one, the 4HD? Can't wait to see when they, oh, get, yeah. they start pumping out those videos. Oh, yeah. If you watch the you're Terminator to... on 4K, you're going to see, like, pre-cum dribbling out his pee hole. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're going to be able to taste it. <laughs> not what I'm looking for. It tastes like saying. tapioca. You're going to like it. That's your, if that's your thing, get a 4K uh, HDTV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, one and oh, they're one and one in this this uh, IMDb boner, IMDb boner. There it is. There it is. What's the next one? How, do you have any more? I have three more. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, I get the theme, so it's. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> I Jeff. just gotta beat you. I know. I know all the fucking Arnold movies. All right, we scene with one of the main characters having an affair with a married woman until her husband comes home at the start of the movie. Huh. Husband comes home. Uh, Scenes in bed in sensuality and an implied sex scene. What did you say? Wild homosexuality in a sex scene? Yeah, implied. No, it's implied sex uh, including sensuality and an implied sex scene. Okay. Uh, jingle all the way. References to virginity, sperm, and birth complications. Pumping iron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, junior. No. Damn. Oh, a woman seduces a man. We see most of her bare behind in a nightgown. Sex is implied. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Bare behind. It doesn't feel like Total Recall. Fucking bear behind. Um, I'm going to go Eraser. Nope. Fuck. A man picks up a Playboy unknowingly and looks at it. We briefly see a faint image of a bear breast. <laughs> Brief tit. Okay. See, definitely um, not kindergarten cop. <laughs> so I'm not going to guess that. Child says boys have a penis and girls have vagina. <laughs> yeah, I would get I would nail that one. Huh, man. Uh red heat. Nope. They didn't uh, have X's one of the Conan, male characters right? referred to as leftover crap because the embryo he and his brother were in during pregnancy was split unequally. Twins. Correct. Yes. So good, my dick. Is Arnold the leftover crap, or is it Danny DeVito? <laughs> Danny DeVito was the leftover crap. Uh, I don't know. He could have gotten all the intelligence genes. I remember watching Twins as a kid and having a crush on like the blonde girl that they went out with. I don't even know. Let me pull that up. Is it Shannon Mochler? I also remember a scene because I, I, like, back in the day when you watched a movie on on TV. And they had to, they didn't like cut a word out where it would just go to silence when someone cussed. They would actually like bleep it. And for some reason, when they bleeped a conversation between Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito about like, I think it was something involving like a piece of shit. For some reason, the bleeped one made me laugh so fucking hard. Was it Chloe Chloe. Webb? It might have, might have been. Let me see. I don't know. I remember Danny DeVito and Arnold go out on a double date and they're both out with hot chicks. But for some reason, the blonde girl. I think it might have been Kelly Preston then, who is a fucking all-time. They were both blonde. They were. I thought. I thought Kelly was Preston it? was with Arnold. 
Yeah, I mean, she's an all-time smoke show, right? This, this is what you're talking about? Uh, hold on, I'm googling mm. it on mine. I don't. Maybe it was Danny DeVito's chick. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Uh, all right. How are we gonna find this out? Da- Danny DeVito's chick in Twins. Who do is you? Is that gonna yield any results? No, it is. Yeah, it, it's one of the two because I feel like they're both they're twins in that movie, right? Aren't they both dating twins? Or no, they're the girl. I don't think the girls are twins. I know they're sisters for sure. Oh, that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah, I think he's dating. Like this is. This is her, right? Which, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely Arnold's chick. It was, yeah. It was Kelly definitely Preston. Kelly Preston. It was yeah. all-time smoke show. Kelly yeah. Preston's so hot, dude. She was, she kind of was Kate Beckinsale before there was Kate Beckinsale. I feel like oh, she that's was. that's a solid call. She was hot for like three decades, dude. She's still hot. She's still, yeah. I mean. Wasted on fucking John Travolta's it, ass. Who do you think gives her sexual satisfaction? Does she just like get to fuck any, anybody who like works on their house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she can fuck all the help as long as she doesn't rat. Uh, and that's an agreement between John Travolta, Kelly Preston, and most importantly, the Church of Scientology. And let's not forget the pool boy. Yeah, and the, yeah, well, and yeah, and the Spanish-speaking pool boy, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, you know, John Travolta is a great American, and I don't even want to start to. I don't like when people badmouth John Travolta because I get the vibe that he's actually a good dude. I don't. He just likes bad guys. Mouthing. Yeah, that's not bad mouthing. I actually feel bad for him. If, if in fact, I mean, it seems like he is, but if he actually was gay, I feel it sucks that a great American like that has to live his life in hiding. Epic American. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was watching Grease on the fucking of all places on the treadmill the other day, and was just like, "This is awesome. This guy's killing it, dancing all over the fucking place, harmonizing the hell out of the the scenes." If, like if John it's the Travolta. case, if John Travolta has to hide a gigantic part of his life, and he's fucking old as hell now, it's a bummer. Yeah, that's it. John Travolta should be able to suck as many wieners as he wants. Because I feel wherever like, the hell he wants. And the other thing is that I feel like a lot of John Travolta's base or fans would really be bummed out if he were gay. And it's like you know what? Maybe you guys don't have as much of a problem with gay people as you thought you did. You know? That's a good point. Maybe you should learn from John Travolta's yeah, yeah. cock hunger and be like, you know what? Maybe gay isn't so bad. <laughs> I love I love John Travolta. What's the next one, Shuddy? All right. Two dogs are seen mating during the flashback at the beginning of the film. The male humping and thrusting vigorously. I see what you don't take any blind guesses. Just throwing out any Schwarzenegger yeah, movie. Yeah, I've used all my blind guesses. Now I'm. I'm going for legitimacy. All right. Some nudity, including naked breasts and sex, is displayed on several occasions. Several women appear in their underwear in several scenes. Masturbation is referenced in a few parts. Oh, dang. Does this say anything about a third titty? Because if there's a third titty in any of these, I I call dibs on Total Recall. Yeah, Uh, that's clearly Conan the Barbarian. Takes off her top prior to having sex. sex. Breasts are visible. Then in just panties, she lays on top of a male making out in bed. Is is this red heat? I never got... Shotty? No. 
I, I never tell you. I never I never stuck with me that there was so much sex in Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I thought he was pretty sexless. Like I, I thought it was a lot of just like, you know, him beating ass the whole time. He didn't even really have that many love interests. You don't see a lot of Arnold like completing the act, like him thrusting on top of a chick like Yeah. <laughs> Like, I felt like Steven Seagal had more love interests in his action movies in the 90s than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, it was never really, there was never, like, a, a female lead or co-lead or no one. There I mean, was he's never... not going to fuck anybody in Predator. Right. He's a robot, so he's not fucking anybody in any of the Terminator movies. But the kindergarten cop, like, yeah, there was a girl there, and that was definitely part part of his motivation. But he was also a good cop, and there to finish out the job and like they didn't really I, what i'm saying is they didn't really beat you in the head with any romance in any arnold schwarzenegger movie so having to guess these are, this is tougher yeah. than you would think like even when he, he when he went to get steamy with uh jamie lee curtis in true lies she bashes him over the head with a telephone right before they're about to hump yeah and her, i mean her body is so fucking killer and seeing it out and about in that scene is awesome but you don't ever think of like Jamie Lee Curtis's hotness, even in True Lies, like that's not one of the like the ten things you think about when you think of True Lies. I don't, I don't know. That's so me. Despite me seeing a whole bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, this is this is tough. This is tough. There's probably listeners at home rolling their eyes, like, no, it's this movie, you fucking idiot. I don't. I don't even have a guess right now. Yeah, what's the next scene, Shuddy? Uh, two women and a man sit on a bed. The women are seen topless and rub each other's breasts. Frontal and side nudity. This didn't happen. I don't believe this. I would have seen this Arnold movie. Side nudity. Are we talking side bush? <laughs> Probably side boob. Uh, if I'm remembering the scene correctly. Yeah, that would be... Uh, this is a movie you've both seen. It's a lower half. That would be a lower half afro if we saw side bush. Uh, I've seen this movie... Oh, Rubbing each other's breasts, two chicks. I feel like I haven't seen this movie, but I'm right, gonna, I'll a go Total Recall. Talks about putting peanut butter on his testicles and getting his dog to lick it off. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait a minute, you guys. Did I ever tell you about this cool <laughs> trick? I know you can get a blowjob from your dog if you just put some peanut butter there. Wait, I know this. You don't know this now. It's no. over. It's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Then it's Road Trip. It is road trip, oh. Jeff. Oh, so he went off theme, like. So I, I told this. Jo- okay, one of my. Ex- I mean, yeah, that's DJ Qualls, right? Isn't that his name? Well, I'm. Yeah, I think I made. I made like I. I said that I referenced that line in a conversation, like with my girlfriend, <laughs> amongst other people, and like the other people in the room laughed. And my girlfriend thought that I got a dog to lick peanut butter off my balls. <laughs> like, she, man, people in America are fucked up. They're no, no, it wasn't. It shit. wasn't Nachi. No, it was a. It was a couple girlfriends ago. Oh, oh, okay. And she was like, "Oh, you've done that?" I was like, "No, it's from Road Trip." And she never seen that movie. She's like, "What? Road Trip?" And then I uh, guess what a fucking great movie. I guess randomly, like one of her girlfriends made the same exact movie reference in a conversation. She's like, "Wait a second, that's a thing." She's like, "Yeah, it's Road Trip." 
She's like, oh my god, I really thought my boyfriend actually had like a dog lift peanut, like peanut butter off his balls, and like and she tried- stayed with you. <laughs> yeah, she, I, it's so fucked up. Like she stayed with me. She really just like kind of swallowed it and like thought the whole time, like, oh, that's weird, but okay, whatever. I'll move on past this. Like this is a red flag, but I'm not gonna break up with him over this. And then, and then I got exonerated later on after the fact. What a trooper. Uh, I'm I'm wow. happy with my current relationship, but she's definitely backing up some guy really well. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the fucking the fucking uh, the end all or the 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 what is it the final straw that broke the camel's back and and my relationship with her was not me getting a dog to lick peanut butter off my balls. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Fuck. I mean. Of course I know Road Trip. We we I've seen Road Trip so many times. We've referenced Road Trip like Shuddy and I back when we were teenagers so many fucking times. I, don't I was know. just I was just dead set in Arnold mode. I didn't think yeah. Shuddy was going to pull the rug out from under my feet. Right when he said that it was a, it was a no-brainer. Then it was like, "Oh yeah, of course Tom Green had a threesome." That is a sweet scene. I remember that. That was. Cuz that's the threesome that they're referencing. Yeah. And yeah, adultery the, the in the first one scene. That yeah. I had to read for that was the sperm bank scene. Oh, when Stifler gets fingered. Yeah, it gets his prostate exam. That's an I don't know if this is accurate, but I feel like it's true. That's a very underrated comedy movie. I don't know if there's like a uh a respected comedy com, com uh comedy movie like list that's going around there, but I feel like that's gotta be in the top fifty to hundred comedies ever. It's been so long since I've seen it too. I've watched it within the last like three years and it was fucking good when I watched rewatched. You should I wanna rewatch it so bad. You should check it out again. Uh, wh- how does this... Did you go off theme for this? Or how does this tie into your theme? Was I off on the... No, Arnold? no, that one, that one was literally on there just for me to be a dick and change the theme up once you guys understood what the theme was. Okay. All right. What a son of a bitch. So then we would go through that where you guys would be like, what fucking Arnold movie is this? Well, yeah. You, you got me, Shuddy. <laughs> the dog, yeah, dog, peanut butter, nuts, Arnold. I, don't, I got nothing. Uh, oh, real quick. Uh, so last week, uh, April 7th, was the 30th anniversary of one of my favorite films ever, and that's Major League. Have you ever seen Major League? Yeah. I think it's one of the best mushroom movies. And I also think, you know, movies to eat mushrooms and watch. Yeah, I know. Uh, I th- I also think, another hot take, I can talk about Major League for a fucking hour, but I told you I'd get it out of the way fast. I think Bob Euchre, you know, the play-by-play guy in that movie. Yeah, with gives, the big toucan nose. Gives a top three supporting comedic performance in the history of cinema. I got number one, John Goodman as as Walter and Big Lebowski. I think he steals the show more than any other supporting comedic performance. And I go number two, Bill Murray as Ernie McCracken in Kingpin, and then number three is Bob Euchre. He, there is never like a You're line. You're good at lists. There's never a line that comes out of Bob Euchre in Major League that isn't funny. Like it is just fucking wall to wall comedy out of that guy. And hearing Artie Lang and Norm Macdonald on Howard Stern years ago tell Bob Euchre stories, like they say, Artie Lang is like Bob Euchre is one of the funniest humans to ever walk on the planet. And this is something that's a little bit lost on you, Kevin, but just the idea of a fucking radio baseball announcer just getting 
wasted on like a Tuesday afternoon calling shitty baseball is so perfect because exactly if you have the job of a radio play-by-play broadcaster and you're calling a team that's just epically bad on like a Tuesday in July, don't you do that job hammered? <laughs> don't you just get fucked up because who's listening? Who cares? Like whatever. I just, I don't know. I love that scene. So I, I missed it last week, but happy birthday, major league. Was that your last one, Shuddy? Was that all five? No, I have a tiebreaker. Oh, shit. Are we tied to We two? are tied. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. All right. Uh, in several scenes, girls are wearing... This is a classic movie, by the way. This is not on theme. Okay. Um, it's a talkie, right? Because you went with Gone with the Wind, and that was tough. This one shouldn't be as tough. In several scenes, girls are wearing tight shirts and apparently no bras that show their nipples through the fabric. <laughs> the characters are also shown in bathing suits and bikinis. Oh, my God. This is like, ah, a couple of dames showed their ankles. <laughs> yeah. You, see, I got you. I got in your head with the gone, gone with the wind. Now you're thinking back in the, the early days, black and white. This one's a long one and this, uh, describes several sexual moments. So... Uh, in one, a boy and a girl are shown kissing a few times and go to a barn attic. They spread out a blanket, lie down, and start making out oh, as they begin to un- out as they begin to undress. But they are interrupted. In another, a girl and a boy go into a cabin and kiss. They then begin to undress. We see the top of the girl's bare upper buttocks cleavage gotta, <laughs> as she removes her. I pants. gotta guess buttocks cleavage. I gotta guess. Fuck. Say it. I know what this is, but I can't get it. That barn scene. No, I feel like he 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 gave it up when he said cabin. I'm going Friday the Thirteenth. Is that the full title? Oh, yeah. It's my final guess. I don't know what the. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. From what year? The original, 78. Okay. It it was 80, but yes, that is correct. Nice. Ah. Nice. Ah. Love this game. Favorite game. Can we do another one? (laughs) It's 1-1. Me and Kevin are tied. Me and Kevin are tied all the time. 1-1. Let's do another game. Pull pull up five more real quick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is is for me. You've just been just fucking pussy. That's perfect. You know that's one. That I got Terminator and Friday the 13th on you. That's God. Stinks. God. Yeah, well, I got JFK on you. You got Armageddon. That one hurts. That one <laughs> yeah. hurts. Yeah. That one hurts. It makes me question everything I know. So let me re- retroactively. Suck on my dick! Uh, that's very fair. You can play four of those if you wanted. I really... F- I'm so pissed that I missed that one. I would trade I would trade this entire win for that, for that answer back. Well, well done, shuddy boy. You did a great job curating those. That was very fun, very entertaining. People seem to... We got a lot of positive feedback from last week's episode. People really like IMD Boner. So uh, that being said, I I kind of agree with the conversation we had with Jeff earlier. We do kind of have to space them out because I feel like eventually you might run through all the... Although, how many notable movies are there? There's tons. Yeah, I guess yeah. we just don't want to blow through all the classics too quick, dude. We can we can get rid of this inside of inside of the year, you know. 
I honestly, uh, to peel back the curtain a little bit, I wanted to bury this forever. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to never do this again and have you guys email and voicemail in and message us on social media asking for it and just be like, nah, we're good. I was really going to get off eh, on this. Didn't go over all that well, so we killed it. <laughs> yeah, at least until 2021. It was when it would have stopped being funny. Like, you know what? All right, yeah, we'll do it again. <laughs> but... uh Kevin and Shuddy saved it for you guys, so you guys are welcome. <laughs> well, we could also... There's a violence and gore section. Oh. Also, wow. that's like, so, what would we I call mean, that? We can, IMD Blood. IMD Blood? Yeah. Right. All right. That was easy. I got that one fast. <laughs> all right. Violent, yeah. All right. So we can do more of these. Total, this, is, this is awesome. But, yeah, just so the listeners know, because I like being the villain on this on this podcast, and if you listen to the... Uh, Easter egg where we do a spoiler full review of Game of Thrones. I really get off on being the wet blanket on certain issues. So. Oh yeah. So I was really, I really wanted to bury this forever. If you're <laughs> if you're a Game of Thrones fan, um, stay tuned after the end theme because we do like a half hour on the new episode of Game of Thrones. Very spoilery and uh, things get heated. So yeah, buckle up. Yeah, yeah I might not come back. I might not be invited back. We're trying to decipher Jeff's stupidity <laughs> yeah they're tying up some loose ends for me i we we all learned or excuse me i learned things so it was good all right everybody thank you so much for listening um hey if you want to help a brother out go to itunes subscribe to mad scientist party hour and leave us a five-star review very quick and easy way you can help our podcast grow make us look like we got fucking big fat swinging dicks and we can stuff them in the faces of every podcast hosted by some big-name goober who, let's face it, they had their things. They already got famous. We started doing this podcast eight years ago. But This is our thing. Come on. We don't got no big names, but we got big iTunes dicks. Yeah. Help us grow our iTunes hammer dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... We've also got our Patreon content. Go to patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Shuddy boy, if you're in the $10 tier, just put up a new What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, which is very entertaining. Jeff cranked out a couple of new videos. I shot a new nerd hole. I just have to chop that up and edit it and post it. So tons of new stuff going there. And as always, the $5 tier has the um, the bonus podcast we do every week after this. And you get if you hit up Jeff enough times, he'll give you an invite to our Slack channel. Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe. Actually, I will. Yeah. I and envis- I think uh, I'm going to start a Dear Shuddy advice uh, thing for uh, Patreon, where oh I'll do goodness. like a 30 second or a minute long video giving answering a, an advice question. That's a, if that's something people would be into. 30 seconds to a minute. That's a tight and well scripted answer, Shuddy. I, I, uh, I meander, and I, I can't stay on point, as, as you well, can imagine. Well, I, I haven't done one yet, so who knows what it's going to turn into, but... It would be awesome if you solved someone's problems in 30 seconds to a minute. <laughs> that would be, that'd be so sweet, actually. Yeah, you should actually get a 60-second shot clock. Yeah. You only have 60 seconds yeah. to come up with something good. You're yeah. like, it's like it's, you have like a Jim Cramer set. There's like bells and alarms <laughs> and buzzers all over the place. Someone's like, Shuddy, yeah. I don't know what to do. My 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 life's in ruin. My family is uh, in dire straits. I've buried in debt and medical bills. My wife wants to leave me. My kids hate me. <laughs> She's like, all right, 
It's what we're going to do. He starts honking a couple of whistles and tooting some horns. And that's yep. that. And you just managed to get this guy's life back on track in 30 seconds. And you have to play NHL 19 while you answer the question. <laughs> so it's the full experience. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Patreon and shit, is that, all that's there. You can send us emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Kraft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. All right, we got to go record another show. So, uh, yeah. Let's, let's all go fart in each other's mouths. But until next time, oh, something. Wait a minute. Are we doing Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 1 spoiler in the Easter egg, right? Yeah, why not? And then we tease it in... Oh, fuck. In the main episode? Hold on. Audio might get a little crackly. I mean, I don't have my headphones on, so... Crackle away. I'm gonna make sure... Fuck. Gotta get my mic over here. Alright, I think we're good. Clear of the recorder. Yeah, coming through crisp. Nice and... I nice and notes. crisp. Item number one. Be gay. <laughs> Don't you homo shame me. That's a good point. I apologize, Jeff. All right. Let's see if we can dial up. The illustrious Shetty Boy. Oh, Shetty Boy. I've lost my Skype icon. There we go. Connect me, you fool. Uh, oh, man. It's 650 already? Damn it. Damn it. Uh-oh. I might have fucked up. I might have crossed the streams. Uh-oh, this is going to get bad. Shuddy, if you can hear me. One sec. I think I got the um, cables backwards. Hey. Can you hear me, guys? Oh, yeah, there we go. Got you, Shuddy. All right, cool. I had to Word. disassemble, um, you know, I have to break everything down every time I record. A nerd hole video. Get all this shit out of the way. So it's always kind of a crapshoot on whether I got all the cables plugged in the right way or not. Hey guys. Where's Doofus? Oh, there he is. Here I am. Uh, we're ready? We're recording? Good evening, mad scientist. I heard the Doofus. Help you. Did you guys watch Game of Thrones by chance? You guys saw that, right? It of was course. Season <laughs> premiere. You guys episode see that eight, shit? Or that? season eight, episode one. I did. I was pretty stoked. I, you want to get right into it? Yeah, dude. All right. So that's what we're spending the Easter egg on. We can't waste that much time, right? It's going to be like a fucking yeah, yeah. And a 50-minute show and a 55-minute Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you have been so, warned. Spoilers. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get cracking. Well, we'll tell the spoiler. Even though there's not too much to even spoil that much. No, I feel like everyone on the planet is caught up. And 
Yeah, so spoilers. We're going to talk about it, and we'll tease a spoiler if you, well, I spoiler for spoiler full uh, review in the main show. Jason Ellis couldn't watch it because he fell asleep on the couch last night. Tully couldn't watch it because his wife spaced out, and they weren't on the same page. So, you know, when you're in a couple, you got to watch Game of Thrones together. Wow. And then I heard Howard and Robin, I think, both said they didn't get a chance to watch it. So a lot of people, I think, are watching it tonight. 80% of the population watches Game of Thrones, and maybe 60% of them gets to watch it night of. Yeah, probably 3% rewatch all seven seasons before and binge the whole thing, kind of like what I did. I watched a lot of it, at least. not Maybe not all of it um, up up until uh, season eight premiere. But I was, like, I got jacked up for it. Honestly, like, last month and even approaching the uh the new season i wasn't that excited my my excitement kind of tapered off and then you were not excited about the new game of thrones i I, what i'm saying is last month i wasn't as excited and then like yesterday it all hit me like the morning of i was like fuck yeah dude we got game of thrones like i don't know i just kind of i i asked a question about this in the slack channel as well uh did you get, were you guys more excited for the start of the final season of Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. See, I, I'm, I'm different Thrones. on this. Yeah, yeah, I'm different on this. But they try to tie up a lot of loose ends or, or get on the linear story paths with a lot, of, uh, a, lot, a lot of the shit that was going on. See, what I did was I was... I didn't really get a lot of me time this weekend. I spent most of this weekend either running errands or doing work. But while I was hand, like taking care of some shit, I saw that HBO was just running marathons. So I just put on Game of Thrones, just jumped in at a random point, and it was the episode where Grey Worm and Missande. How do you say her name? Missande? Missande? I think it's Missande. I think you got it. Missande. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. Like, when they're face-to-face and she just takes her shawl off or whatever. Like, the arguably one of the hottest chicks on planet Earth unsheathes probably the most perfect boobies in the history of the world. And then you're standing there just fucking dickless. Like, you can't do shit. Yeah. That has to be the worst fate That's ever. a punishment. Well, Ramsey, Ramsey was good at, at punishing Theon and turning him into Reek. Uh... Well, some of the notes that I have, I, I feel like here's my, all right, so here's my, a source of my lack of excitement about the, the, fina, the, the final season of Game of Thrones is I feel like they're not enough runway to have a successful landing. Like there's too many things that need to be answered and only five episodes. And I just don't see how they can, how they can do it as well as if they were able to extend it another season well, or two. Well, if you add up the run, episode run times, it might. Because you like, sure, there's only five episodes left, but there's like, uh, I don't know, seven episodes worth of content left. I, I know. I'm just, my, my thing is that there's a whole other season there. Like, Cersei fucking, Cersei is still trying to win the Game of Thrones. Like, that's, that's what her main focus is, which honestly, she's turned into my favorite character on the show. Are you a Cersei fan? She's fucking awesome. Obviously, she's a villain. I mean, yeah, she's, she's the she's perfect villain. A horrible piece of shit. 
but that character is just incredible to watch. Oh, like, dude, every time you see Cersei in a scene, you're like, oh, this is going to be gnarly. Yeah, like, she's, she's so, so hard. Evil. Yeah, she's so evil and so fucking cutthroat. And well, yeah, I, I, I like, I, I feel like I want Cersei to die, but they better not kill her off before like the last ten minutes of the final episode. No, so I figured this out. Honestly, I'm deducting a star or a dick, however we're grading this, off of the season five Game of Thrones. If Arya does not kill Cersei wearing Jamie's face, based on the cliffhanger, right? Jamie's in Winterfell. Yeah. Uh. He locked eyes with Bran, and that's how that's how they ended the episode one of season five or season eight, excuse me. And so I guess Jamie is coming to extend an olive branch and like try to bury his side of the war. That right? Is that what they're alluding to? Because Cersei's not no, done. he's there to help fight the the White Walkers. Oh, he just went AWOL from the Cersei clan. I didn't know if he was going. Yeah, to... Cersei promised Tyrion that they would send troops, and then said. After that, decided not to send troops, and Jamie's like, "You promised him troops, so we're gonna go." Yeah, and and, and so then, he went off the reservation and brought Lannister troops to Winterfell to help fight the White Walkers. And then Cersei puts a hit That's out why, on him and and Tyrion. Um, so awesome, she's fucking ruthless. <laughs> but doesn't that have to be the play of your Arya? Like you're pregnant. With your brother's incest baby. Yeah. And then you put a hit on him. Yeah. I mean, it's as ruthless as it gets. That's why she's my favorite character. And she's gotten out because she just fucked uh, Euron. She just say it's his. She, yeah, that's what that smile was at the end of that scene. Yeah. She was for sure like, ooh, I just gotten out. This isn't my brother's yeah, incest baby. He, the last thing he says to her is, I'm going to put a baby in your belly. Yeah. And she was like, too late. Yeah, I already got one, and I guess he doesn't know. That's awesome. I forgot about or I guess I didn't look at it like that. Do you think the mountain... So let's say my idea plays out. Arya gets Jamie's face, like murders Jamie, gets his face, and goes to kill Cersei. Well, Do you see, think... now, here's, here's the thing with this. She just gets their face. She doesn't grow. So all of a sudden, there's going to be a five-foot-tall Jamie Lannister not going to raise what any questions. What the fuck are you talking about? She's effectively gotten a face of people and then committed murder on a whole bunch of people using... What do you mean? Like, I don't know. It just works. Yeah, but she can't, like, put, like, the mountain's face on her face. Because then she would go from a five-foot girl so, to an eight-foot... Dude, she's smaller Goliath. than everyone. Okay, so she can't do the mountain. So she can only do people of comparable height? So it's just, like, Tyrion? Or, peop- or use other people's faces... To kill people that aren't that familiar, that aren't as familiar as Cersei is with Jaime. I'm saying he just needs, she needs to get in the room with Cersei. She can't use Jaime's face for like one or two guards to get in because once she's in the room, Cersei's dead. Like she's I don't done. think so, Jeff. All right, all right. I I don't know. I thought that was a good idea, right? I feel like that's the natural, like that's the thing that most people want to see. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Do you think the mountain? I guess there is a size, a size, um, a discrepancy there. But do you think like the mountain could like smell that that's like not Jamie? What now that he's a zombie? Yeah. Like, do you think he would be able to just tell, like, be able to look through the mask almost? I feel like he has know, those kind of powers, or he'd start groan, uh, groaning and just like go murder the person 
that's wearing the Jamie face. I don't know. They haven't established anything of the sort. Hey, you know, I, I love how pot committed you are, despite all um, yeah. evidence of the, to the contrary. It shows a real out-of-the-box way of thinking, Jeff. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Commendable. Like, you guys really went to like the size of Jamie fast. Like you really because it's glaringly obvious, dude. Because it's she's logic. shorter yeah. than everyone. Like her face, a, a, a person's well, face yeah, shouldn't work on anyone. Who are all the people's faces that she's worn to like get in on close on people? It's mostly like chicks and like beer wenches. Uh, what what about that guy who she poisoned his whole family and troops? What was his name again? Well, uh, not Greyjoy. He was hanging out with the Greyjoys. Fuck, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she she was a beer wench. Right. She was a beer she wench. Just, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you got me there. Okay. But wait, no. Wasn't she that guy to someone else? Didn't she take that guy's face and use it? Yeah, but he's also a feeble, hunched-over little man. She could put his face on and then wrap herself up in robes. And then and do, it, do a there. good, feeble little man walk. I guess she can. she's a character actor, too, and she does voices. I don't know. I mean, well, I don't think they're giving out, I don't think they're giving out Oscars because be somebody Jane hunched Lannister them. Size. Jesus Christ. I don't think they're giving out Oscars because, like, oh, wow, did you see how they hunched over? That takes, that takes real dedication to hunch over. Like, it's not... I, I think you're, you're building it up to way more than it is, like... You know who's a winner in this this past episode? Kyburn. That's that's another one of my favorite characters. How do you feel about Kyburn? Who's Kyburn again? He's the the fucking the mad scientist or the, the oh like yeah the, the, the general guy. manager for Cersei. Cersei's hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's like the Theo uh, the Theo Epstein of fucking of game of Westeros or the Lannisters. Like like is Theo- Walter Frey by the way. Walter the Frey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Uh, this guy is coming up with all the fucking plans, or, or he's providing the support for all of Cersei's crazy ideas. Like the the wildfire uh, explosion setup was part him. He's got the fucking the dragon weapons. He resuscitated the mountain. <laughs> like this guy is an all time fucking legend. We need Kyburn on our on our payroll. I love that guy. Are you not a Kyburn fan? I mean, I am, but like, yeah, he's pulled off some cool shit. I mean, he matters, dude. They need something to beat the White Walkers, and like him and Samwell got to figure it out. I know they're they're coming from different angles, but one of those two guys, the the hope lies on them. Talk about uh, not a winner, Samwell Tarly. Jesus Christ, man! I I that feel was... like the I I honestly got a little bit of the whip qui- lip quivers when when he found out about his family getting and burned up. That was a good acting job, but like. All right, all right. Your brother going down—that sucks. But your dad was a dick. He sent you to the wall, man. Like, they were both dicks to him. Yeah, uh, but he still was like when it, when Cersei was like, "Yeah, your dad about him. He uh, he didn't want to bend the knee, and he was like, oh. but then he was like, well, at least my brother will welcome me home. Yeah, Ooh, now I'm allowed about that. Then he got all passive aggressive, didn't he? And then he's like, oh, "I got to go to the bathroom." I, I'm not no, a huge. You have to sus- excuse me. I'll have to go take a shit. I mean, and and, and this is kind of my beef of uh, other losers in this is the is the the non-believers or excuse me, what I have the citizens of Winterfell. Like, why are they pushing back on the idea of Danny being the queen up until this point of the story? Right, like. You saw her show up with the dragons. Don't you bend the knee when you see the dragons? Like, isn't the conversation Obviously over? not if you're a Tarly. 
So the, I, I guess the Tarleys and these dumb fucks in Winterfell, I don't know. Like, how many people need to be burned for them to be like, oh, all right, yeah, maybe we shouldn't argue with her. Like, John's, I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the point they're trying to make. Like, lots of people know horrible things are happening to them. All they have to do is bend the knee. But everybody in Game of Thrones seems very stubborn and set in their ways. So it's like, sure, burn and me it, up with a dragon. I'm still not kneeling to you. So, okay, so if you believe yeah, that... Yeah, and the, it wasn't that long ago since her father was king and was terrible to everyone. I understand. But if there's, if there's an argument about a position of power, doesn't the argument cease to happen if one of the other people is on the same side as the person with the dragons? Like, he's like, hey, I hear what you're saying, but, like, she's got dragons. We need her and her dragons to go defeat a war that's bigger than this land. Like, come on, guys. Like, And they're just not hearing it. They're all pissed off. And, and I think even- you could also see how, like, in real life, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you can't stop people from voting against their own best interests. Right, but we call those people stupid, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's all I'm saying. Citizens of Winterfell are fucking dummies, dude. They're like... Mm, yeah, I don't want to alienate any one of the 50 states, but <laughs> you know who you are, all right? You know who you are down there. <laughs> uh, who else do I have? Dude, Sansa with her fucking side eye. I, I loved her last week, and 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 we spoke very highly of well, uh, Sophie Turner, not really Sansa, but Sansa's such a bitch. And she's talking, who... Man, she a non-believer. She was very passive aggressive or, or non-committal in, in her uh greeting to 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 Danny. Well, yeah, she I went, don't think there was anything non-committal about it. She was committed to her not being the queen. She wants nothing to do with her. I think isn't that just an example of of her being dumb and not understanding the 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 true uh, the true opposition that's coming, the winter. It's so funny hearing, like, Jeff is clearly watching Game of Thrones way differently than everybody else is. Damn right. Okay. Aren't no those one people is saying dumb? they don't want her help. They're all saying that they don't want her to be their queen. I mean, they want to keep being just the kingdom of the north. And I would just push, like, in the room, like, hey, you dummies, we don't win the only war that matters if we don't have the fucking dragons. So who cares? Just We'll just go with her now as the queen, and then we'll figure this out if we win the war against the zombies. Like, I'm bending the knee for the fucking dragons. Okay, so let's, okay, let's just, let's put this in, in real terms. If America was facing something and... North Korea was going to Love come this. help. Apples to apples, here and, we go. And the only way that they would come to our aid was if Jeff Clark bent Kim Jong Un w- would then become king of America. Would you want his help, even if that was the only way to save the country? That point and analogy. Then do you oh, think? Okay. Then do you think after he helps us that we'd be able to reverse that? And go back to the way things were before. I love how the Game of Thrones review is just Jeff's weird semantics arguments. I'm not going to answer either one of those questions because they were all retarded and I don't really know what you're getting at with the analogy. Uh, North Korea and Westeros. What do you mean what am I getting? 
I don't getting, know. Uh, how you're no, not no, getting it's okay, okay. Let's just agree they that Jeff is a- retarded and move on. Yeah, yeah. I'm the retard. North Korea and fucking King's Landing over here. Anyways, you are uh, pretty retarded. Uh, hey, I called it I, boobies before deaths. Did I not say this? I said this on, 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 on a couple different mediums. Was was one of them on this podcast? I don't know, but I heard someone saying that it might have been Bill in the Slack channel saying that season eight is like 100% nudity-less. And then like a super hot six tits. Yeah. Like foursome. Foursome. With Braun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good scouting report there, Bill, you fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, Tyrion. Again, Al Fox by his sister. Again, dude, what is wrong with this guy? Do you hate Tyrion? Again, is this me watching this in different lenses than everyone else? Yeah, this is like when you see when you see a homeless guy on the street fighting with a fire extinguisher, <laughs> like a fire mean? hydrant. You're like, man, what the fuck is this guy looking at? We're getting a little bit of a peek into that. One Jeff of these is like our own retarded homeless man. Right. One of these are going to land with you, Kevin, and then Shuddy will just agree with you. So it's like I'll, I'll sweep the room. Uh, how about this one? Did you get any douche chills during like the fucking? cheesy rom-com scene with Danny and John. Like, making out in front of the waterfall, flying around on dragons all gay-like. I feel like that is your wheelhouse. You might have liked that. I could be just talking shit. No, I got, I got the chin wobbles when Arya and John saw each other for the first time. Not chin wobbles. I'm saying, did you think this was kind of lame? I thought, like, the whole rom-com shit with Danny and John riding the, the dragons, I thought that shit was lame. I didn't see it as rom-com. I didn't see it was setting it up that they were falling for each other only for it to be ripped out, ripped away from them. That's how I took it. Yeah, the only... Because not long after that scene is when John finds out that they're related. Yeah, the rom-com aspect of it, I wasn't like laughing at it. Like, oh, funny jokes, Game of Thrones writers. This is so romantic and comedic. Well, no, they're not. I was, yeah, maybe not rom-com. I was looking at it like, oh, this is funny. Look at these two lovebirds completely unaware that they're aunt and, and nephew. Right. Yeah, I guess I'm... And I, that whole Jon Snow riding a dragon thing, like, that, for some reason, was, made, made me be like, oh, this whole time I've been like, oh, these fucking dragons, that's awesome. I would love to fly around on a dragon. When he got on, he's like, what do I even hold on to? What am I doing here? And then the dragon's like, like I'll piss at him. And then the dragon's like turning sideways. He's almost falling off. I'm like, all right, I changed my mind. I don't want to ride a fucking dragon. Yeah. I would fall the fuck off and go splat. And the over-the-shoulder look, it was very scary. Yeah, when, it, when the dragon like swan dives over the cliff. Yeah, fuck that. I thought this... Seems like the Dothraki should have made her a saddle for those dragons. Yeah, or is it like that? How do you fit it? Is though, it that you know? vehicle from South Park, like Mr. Garrison's It, where like <laughs> one of the dragon spikes goes up her ass to hold her in place, one goes up her pussy, and then she jacks two more off, and then it keeps her from slipping. Like I feel like there needs to be a whole episode dedicated to convincing Jon Snow that he's the future heir to the throne, or he's the current heir to the throne. You know, I mean, they only needed. Five minutes to wrap that up. I know, but doesn't it feel like... I don't know. Didn't like, you just say like you feel like they're dragging us out and they're not going to be able to wrap it up and you wanted a no, whole episode I'm dedicated s- to the thing no. they covered in five minutes? Again, I'm saying... No, I'm saying they have a short runway to believably land and successfully land this story. So I wish they 
made themselves a longer runway because I would like to see like a whole episode of him like arguing back and forth and need need to get they need to get other proof to actually I feel like convince him there this is one of those rare scenarios where Game of Thrones is the king big swing and dick in the television world Game of Thrones gets as many seasons as they want they get as much as they want they get as much budget as they want they can make this. their they can make their episodes however short or long they want. HBO's like, yep. sure. Normally, it, 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 our hour long shows fall within an hour. You want to go ninety? You want to go a hundred minutes? Knock yourselves out. They could stretch the show, but they're in control. They're like, look, we know the story we're telling. We don't want to stress stretch it out and water it down. You're getting the exact amount that it takes to tell this story. Water it down. I no. What are you talking about, dude? They it took the guy like fucking thirty years to write books. He they didn't even he didn't even finish the book because it doesn't take that long. Or it does take that long to tell the story. Like they're no, abbreviating just, and rushing he's just the whole rich through. and lazy. Yeah. I, all right. No, I feel that. Okay. Uh, he totally could have. Fin- he's had how long to finish this last book, and he hasn't done it. I I think it's because it's a hard story. But I I guess your point was made. I feel you. Uh, it's I just- also because the the show was moving faster than the books were, so he doesn't want to end probably end the series the book series prior to the show and because he didn't even know where the books were going to go. The shows went off on their own path, right? At one point around season three or four, they I- had outpaced the books. I am fascinated with. The issues with Cersei versus like Cersei's trying to use the uh, the 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 invading of the of the White Walkers as like a way to pin Winterfell and get them to bend the knee. And I think that's fascinating. Again, I just think these things. I think it would be better if there was more more uh, more Game of Thrones or more seasons. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I understand. I'm think talking about to it fanboys, when you land a critics. series like this that goes wherever it wants and can run for decades if it wanted to. Like They have the green light from HBO to do as much as they want whenever they want. I'm pretty sure everybody working on the show, like that's good employment. They're making good money. They want to stretch it as far as possible. I'm pretty sure they weren't like, nah, we're, uh, let's just wrap this up in as few episodes as possible and make as little money as possible. Well, I was talking to my brother about this, and he was saying they just... HBO is like running out of the budget to pay all these guys the 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 fees that they're now requiring because of their exposure uh, due to Game of Thrones. So I thought that was an interesting thing. That's like the Golden State Warriors not being able to fucking re-sign all their basketball players because they're they're all worth too much money now. All right. Well, as fun as it is to to dwell on your weird nitpicky, Same. Uh, I'm I'm more of a critic, and you guys are fanboys. No, you're just. You're just seeing different things. You've got like I don't know, like those um, they live glasses on or some shit. Uh, I don't know, man. You were just saying like you can't you can't criticize these guys. They they're free to do whatever they want. You know what? I push back on that. I push what back on that. That is not what I said. I don't but... think that's what he said at all. Why don't you explain it, Shuddy? Put it in terms uh, of I like think North we've wasted Korea. enough time spinning. Like everybody it... listening to the show right now is on board. You're the only one that isn't. So to keep people mm. from turning the podcast off we can we can just move on i just did see well, this an article. Is the end this is the easter egg so good point shuddy great shuddy now you really talked all right well corner. great job Keith. you know moving it along from game of thrones 
So good job oh on God. that for you. I was moving it on to another point of Game of Thrones, Shuddy. God, you guys are vaginas. From Los Angeles, California. Okay. We- <laughs> oh. No, I was gonna do. I was gonna introduce do the. Uh, I feel like all we did was argue semantics. We barely even talked about the episode. No, uh, yeah, no. I'm sorry. We can keep talking about uh, Game of Thrones. This is part of my review. I was trying to. Was this part of my review? I didn't. I thought the episode. I all thought right, episode yes, one kind of sucked. We know. We know. Uh, all right, well, I just ahead. saw an article that uh, one of the dudes from It's Always Sunny got the arrow through the back of the head that popped out his eye. No shit. Rob McElhenney. I don't watch. McElhaney, he's yeah. Mac. Yeah, he was one of the guys on uh, the ship that Yara on was the... tied up in. And apparently Martin Starr got an arrow in the head right after him. Nice. Fan of the MSPH podcast, or friend of the MSPH podcast. Loosely, more associate, I guess. Also, mm, uh, that's loose too. back in the, the, the four-way hooker scene... Did you know one of the hookers? When they when they were talking about like uh, the guy who got like melted by the dragons, they were talking about Ed Sheeran. No shit. Remember that corny ass character he played where he was like strumming a guitar, like "Who afraid to teach a tool? I do. I do remember that. So I guess his character name was Ed. So when they're like Ed got his face melted off, they just referred to Ed Sheeran. That was yeah. That I guess that was them killing off Ed Sheeran. No shit. I'm also curious as to uh, Arya's new weapon that she's having. Gendry build? Is that a name? Gendry? Gendry? I think it's Gendry. Gendry? Yeah. Like she just hands him the blueprints and it looks like like a spear that fires off a a spearhead or some shit? Well, she's got... That's what I thought it was. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be a bow and arrow, right? Because that's what you see... She's using in like the future episode teaser at the end of the episode or at the end. Yeah. The end of this episode, she's already got a dagger. She's already got a, uh, the thing needle. So how many more? Yeah. Her training sword. Yeah. How many more like weapons is she going to get? Like what else can she carry on her person? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she'll leave needle behind. But so, okay. So she's going to ditch one. I thought it's got, and also doesn't it have to be made of dragon glass, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what she's getting. I yeah. mean, that's what I imagine the tip would be. Right. That guy's got a lot of work to do. Hopefully he's going to get a raise, Gendry, because they have him fighting in the field and making, and making dragon glass weapons. And even though it was only for 60 seconds, I was very happy to get more Arya Sandor Clegane time. Even if they only exchange like a few lines with each other. Yeah. I fucking love that pairing. Yeah, they're going to I think they're going to be bad buddies again and they're going to go like back to back in like a fucking those two versus 500 white walkers scene. So you you didn't like this episode? No, I thought it was a little underwhelming. But hey, we talked about that already. I've already I've already given that aspect of my uh, my review. So we can keep it positive. Uh but no, I I don't, aren't most like first episodes of Game of Thrones seasons like they spend a little bit trying to play catch up or try to get like the stories on the same path? I feel like they got all the loose ends out of the way. Like people got reunited, mm-hmm. some some plot lines got tied up. People are where they are. There was some. I feel like there were some pretty badass lines. Yeah. Uh, I feel like even when 
you get an episode of just exposition, it's still better than anything on TV. Like, every episode of Agreed. Walking Dead is pretty much just exposition, and it's so fucking boring. Like, every conversation everybody has on Warring, Walking Dead is just, like, will bore you into a coma. I felt like this episode was a little walking, walking, walking dead-ish, though, right? Like, you said it was a lot of exposition? Or you're just saying, generally speaking... Well, I mean, you can't have a story without exposition. Right. But that's what makes the difference between Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, where, like, the exposition is actually, like, interesting, and you're hanging on the words, and, like, oh, shit, I know what they're setting up with this. And, like, oh, fuck, she just took out a hit on her two brothers. Something I like that I read on the internet. So you remember when Ned told John the first time you see... Or the next time you see me, I'll tell you... Or you'll find out the uh, who your true mom is. Remember when he said that? When he's, like... Yeah, I sent saying peace out. Oh, you sent me that. Fuck, that's who it was. <laughs> yeah, I love that how you're crediting the internet for the conversation we had where you said not impressed. Wait, I said that, yeah. or was I just joking? Yeah. I think I was just joking because <laughs> I was impressed. Obviously, I brought it up. <laughs> All right, well, my bad. Can't even keep your contrarian nonsense straight. <laughs> no, I can't. I have a lot of different. Uh, I zag in a lot of different group chats, so I gotta. It's hard for me to keep all my my. Yeah, contrarian. Yeah, because you got to take the pulse. All right, all right. Seems like everybody feels yeah. this way. Okay, got to tweak my thoughts a little bit. Okay, now I'm the opposite. How do I be a dick? How do I be a dick? And then I figure it out. And I turn into uh, the villain of the conversation, which I'm happy to do. It's a job well done, Jeff. You guys need this. You guys need this, all right? If it was just a fun <laughs> and easy conversation, no one would be having, no one would be enjoying what they're listening to right now. Uh, I'm trying to look for my other Game of Thrones notes. Shuddy, what do you got over there? What stood out most to you? I got boobies before uh, death. I, I, I didn't think they were going to tell John so early on in these. I thought that was going to be a later reveal. Isn't that information kind of useless at this point? Not <clears throat> particularly. I feel that's like any time you tell me I'm fucking my aunt, that's... No. Probably relevant information. No, it's important to Jon Snow, but is important to the world. Because, like, as Jon Snow would admit, the most important thing to address is the White Walkers. So now he's got to go tell Danny, like, now, actually, I can't fuck you anymore because you're my aunt, and I'm actually supposed to be the king. Then he has to tell Cersei that, you know, I'm actually the king. And then he has to smooth all that over and then fight the White Walkers. I have a feeling. So, that, how exactly is he the next in line for the throne when Danny's father was king? Great question. You guys should know that because apparently you're the internet that I'm referring to. What? Yeah, because Danny's. I, I, I was. I was curious about this too. Danny's Wait, father. How are Shuddy, yeah, but how are Shuddy and I the internet? I'm just joking about the the how getting my wires crossed up between. The conversation with you guys on the internet. Oh, zoinks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I forget what the exact lineage is. I'm going to have to look up that complicated family tree. But my prediction is they're going to get the battle with the Night Walkers and the Night King done mid to late mid-season. And then the remaining episodes is uh, the race for the throne. I think they defeat the Night Walkers, Cersei backstabs, and then they got to go and kill Cersei. So you think it ends 
there's a possibility of an ending happily ever after where the White Walkers are gone and the Iron Throne is all solidified. Like, they're going to button it all up at the end. Like, they're not going to leave any loose ends. Cause like, I feel what like, loose ends do you think that they would leave? I feel like there's got to be, like, some sort of... I don't know. I feel, I feel, it feels like the White Walkers... Well, the White Walkers is the most important issue, so, like, maybe the Iron Throne thing just, just doesn't get cleaned up, right? Or maybe... So they end Game of Thrones without saying who won the Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's no winner. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think That's the, one take. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a real fucking Hail Mary to, to get it all in unless, like, the Night King just runs shit. That's why my, 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 uh, I'm taking the 700 to one shot of the Iron Bank having the Iron Throne. <laughs> I, think the Night Walk, I think the Night Walker wins the war and then defaults on his Iron Bank loan. Yeah, the Iron Throne just defaults and goes to the bank. <laughs> he goes to the bank. Yeah, they foreclose the Iron Throne. They kick the Night King out on his ass and end his fucking little resurrection thing that they put up the money for anyways. The ruler of Westeros is Bank of America. <laughs> yeah, the, Wells yeah. Far- All hail Wells Fargo. Of course the Iron Bank of Bravos gets it because the bank has everything. <laughs> <laughs> If you know anything about the Illuminati, who also want run Westeros. All right. Well, I'd say that's about enough. How many dicks right. would you suck? How many Game of Thrones dicks would you suck? That's a four-dicker. Should Solid. He... Should you agree? I agree, yes. All right. I, I, it, that episode didn't feel like it was an hour long. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go two dicks because that's less half as gay as you guys. Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) 